It's Eat, Drink, Talk. Yum, yummy. The wine is uncorked, the bourbon neat, the apps are on the table. And here comes the main course. Welcome to Eat, Drink, Talk. I am Carolyn McLean, and this show is sponsored by 4th Street Live. I have got a treat for, for our listeners today. Rick Redding, albeit I miss him, is in Colorado visiting his son over the Labor Day weekend holiday and his birthday. And I have got uh, Dan Vonderheiden. Hello, Dan. Hello to you. And Dan. So Dan, glad to be here again. I know, especially that we're recording the show on Monday, a holiday. Right. You were willing to come in. I'm just like. I almost didn't. I'm showing you a lot of love. All right. Hope you're feeling it right I, now. I feel good. <laughs> you almost forgot to come in. What I are you did. talking about? I, I was like sitting <laughs> on the couch. And it was a really good episode of the Property Brothers. Uh, Dan just rolled in in his pajamas, everyone. He's got a hat, a baseball hat on backwards. His glasses, I assume you only wear to bed with your wife. I look like squints <laughs> from the Sandlot. <laughs> So Dan and I go way back. Um, not only is he currently, by the way, co-host of 40ish, a podcast found on Louisville.am, and he's the founder of, of Louisville.am, but Dan and I went to Ball State University together, and we're both TCOM chirp, majors. Chirp, chirp. Chirp, 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 chirp. Yeah. So we've known each other for a while, although I think you graduated a year before me. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm slightly older. So you're still 40-ish, though. So. I'm still 40-ish, yes. <laughs> yes, very much. So uh, we are. We, we were just talking, because Dan's like, what do we do on Eat, Drink, Talk? Uh, and we talk about what restaurants and mm-hmm. the spirits industry. But uh, Dan and I have both had a tumultuous start to our, our holiday weekend. Right. Yeah. He, I pulled up in a um, rental car, which posed questions, and... It's pretty cool, though. I mean, if you're gonna if I mean, if you're gonna rent a car, you get a jeep, like and roll the top down, and it's Labor Day weekend, yes. and you're getting your summer on right now. Yes, I am in a, a candy apple red Wrangler Jeep. That's cool, but not particularly by choice. No. Yes. So, long story short, I was on the way to catch a plane for my job mm. when a woman um, ran a red light and slammed into my fairly brand new car. Ouch. So I was so fixated on getting on that plane that, like, I don't even realize, you know, that that was a really bad accident. So you, oh, wow. So you just decided, listen, uh, this is unfortunate, but I got a plane to catch, which when you're on your way to the airport, that's pretty much all you can think about. Well, I'm a smart traveler, so I get there two hours in advance. I'm like people that like to grip it and like just you know barely make it like my mother she can't stand <laughs> so to not get there two hours in any, I, okay. I like to be comfortable and know what but anyways so um they expedited the process i did everything i'm supposed to be doing the really fortunate part that, that i was like is that the woman admitted fault oh, yeah. right away and there were witnesses and sure. so it was like a slam dunk that there what, was what intersection was this you know the mall coming out of mm-hmm. the mall mm-hmm. and she was trying to cross over shelbyville road into like where steinmart is yep mm-hmm and she was, I don't know what happened. She decided to just r- run the red light. And everybody on Shelbyville Road going forward uh, got the green. I don't even think I was going 15 miles per hour. Wow. But she well, that's fortunate. she slammed into me in a way where I was like, what just happened? The passenger side? So no, my side, the driver's side. Dang. So it was like a T-bone almost. All right. But anyway, but you're um, fine, no, physically. So you can see that I'm physically fine. Yeah. It's miraculous. You weren't gimpy. If you saw, I'm going to show you a picture of the car. Okay. It's like a tin can. But I don't have a bumper or a bruise. I just felt 
really disoriented the next morning, like sure. a little whiplashy, mm-hmm. and a little sore Did in you the get, back and neck. You well, didn't get checked for a concussion? I went, I, mean, I went to work. I went to work, you know. I went to work. I'm a media trainer, and I was out of town. And then I got home, and I realized uh, 72 hours later, I need to go get a little x-ray action just to make yeah. sure. So, yeah, I just um, have inflamed muscles in my back and, okay. you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm, I'm fine. I've never been in an accident. Ever. Don't I mean, say I, that. Now, I've backed Don't it. say that because that's when it happens. I hadn't either. Fender benders okay. I've, I've had, but I've never been like, you know, Hit. in a serious thing. Yeah. Or, you know, that sound of metal hitting metal kind of makes you sick to your stomach when you hear it because there's only one thing that sounds like that. Well, what, what, scares, like, what really scares you, though, is when you get out of the car and you look at oh, it and you're yeah. like, oh, my God. Yeah. But you were also in a, a little bumps and bruises situation, but on the river. Yeah, we were tubing i mean there was we were on a boat with our friends and as sometimes happens you cross somebody's wake and the boat went up and slammed down and two of my kids have they screwed up their backs a little bit that'll be fine i'm sure one my son got the wind knocked out of him which scared the jesus out of him he's mm-hmm. like i can't i can't breathe yeah you know that what scares I mean? a parent and i'm just like just try to you know and it's happened to me before so that i knew that but my daughter she probably just bruised her tailbone she came down on a padded seat so it could have been a lot worse yeah fast forward 20 minutes and i'm tubing with my middle child who's my sweet little blonde headed beautiful Mm -hmm. girl and i got thrown off the tube and caught her cheek with my left knee on the way off and so she had a golf ball under her skin or at least it looked like and she was yeah she was um do you know what the vagus nerve is no. I'm married to an occupational therapist, so I have I a little know. bit of the background. V- vagus? The vagus nerve is the thing that responds when you uh, when you pass out. I mean, oh. it's like this. If you get overloaded and sensory overload, your vagus nerve kicks in, and you're like, oh, and that's when you get woozy. Oh. Yeah, and you, she, so she, she figured out, uh-oh, this is not normal. Mm. So she was like, Whoa! she barfed. Oh, she barfed on my man. friend's boat, which is pretty oh. much the least that you know he can tolerate oh man and uh but my wife of course is she's wonderful and she's spraying her in the face because you can't if a person gets hit in the head you can't let them go to sleep right that's concussion city right and so she was keeping her awake and talking to her and and it was an hour boat ride from the time the accident happened back to the dock so we could get her to the emergency room and it was yeah it wasn't uh wasn't fun yesterday damn dan we are not having a good yeah. holiday i know <laughs> Then Let's it, turn it around today. today I, went, t- I went to a friend's house and I had delicious barbecue and a fantasy okay. football draft, so I was salved okay. there. Okay. Well, um, folks, if you're out and about, we always want to mention that 4th Street Live has Farmer's Market every Wednesday. They also have the Dracula Blood Drive coming up on Wednesday, this Wednesday, 10 to 3. Genius. Yeah, and if you give blood, your name goes into the, the hat to be picked for tickets to Actors Theater for Dracula. Have you been to that production? And you get all the free pizza you want at Pizza Bar. Oh, oh, oh. I've seen Dracula. It's been a couple of years, but I'm going to go back this year. Yeah. Now that the kids are older, cool. I think they could handle it. Now, tell me about this pizza. Well, the pizza is like all you can eat, right? So if you're a pizza lover at the pizza bar at Buddy. 4th Street Live, you can you know, fill up at lunch and give blood at the same time. You guys need to do a full episode on pizza. On pi- oh, only, yeah. Only like pizza. Like a pizza show? Yes. I could do that. Uh, and can I just volunteer my services? Oh, you want to go around pic- and be the pizza head? Because that's my, eat? yeah. Okay. I measure life in pizza buffets. So if somebody <laughs> says, I, I say, they say, hey, well, let's play, you want to play fantasy baseball? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, what's, I don't like to gamble. I just can't stand to lose it. Okay. Lose money. And say, it's a hundred bucks for the season. I'm like, guys, that's like 10 pizza buffets. <laughs> 
Okay, you measure everything in yeah. pizza. I love if, it. I mean, just think, if you have to buy a new so, car, how many pizza buffets is that? So that's the way to bribe you. <laughs> yes. Will you fill in for yes. Rick? I'll buy you a pizza. Yes. Okay, now I know. Right. Uh, all right. Well, stay tuned, folks. We have a lot coming up on the show. We're going to talk about National Bourbon, Bourbon Heritage Month. We could use a shot of bourbon. Maybe that would help. A little early. Yeah, it's pretty early doing it. Yeah, you're right. In the coffee, a little mixer? Does that work? I don't Is know. Is there a bourbon Why morning diluted? drink? Is <laughs> I there? Think so your co-host talks about it all the time. Does he? Okay. Yeah, your your girl Stephanie, she does some kind well, of... Well, she does the bourbon cream stuff, but oh. that's it. she drinks that okay. in the evening. All right. Well, we're going to talk about bourbon, um, and I know you're a bourbon drinker because I yep. see your mm-hmm. Facebook posts all the time, right? <laughs> uh, and, and Lou, of a guest, by the way, so you're going to have a lot of Dan and Carolyn, and then we're going to talk about all the restaurants that are closing and opening. Okay. So stay tuned, folks. We'll be right back with more Eat, Drink, Talk. If you're looking for quality food, fun bars, and several nightlife hotspots, 4th Street Live is the place for you. Not only is it located in the heart of downtown Louisville, but each of these venues are just a few steps apart. Come enjoy an afternoon meal with your family, watch the next big game, or bring your friends for a fun night out. Head over to 4th Street Live and see for yourself. Welcome back to Eat, Drink, Talk. I'm Carolyn McLean, and sitting in for Rick Redding is Dan Vonderheide. I just completely lost my German. I was going to say hello and... Or, uh, Allo is German, but Are I was going to sure do something. Are you sure that's not French? Allo? Well. <laughs> I don't know. They're, they're neighbors. Okay, so they're neighbors. I was taking German on my app, and I, I got 26% proficient, and then I gave it up. I, I just see. I just stopped. I thought I'm going to take a week off, and I never went back. Well, Dan, we're going to talk about National Bourbon Heritage Month, which is the whole month of September, right, as we head into September. I was completely unaware of that. And so we're going to celebrate America's native spirit. And and here are the thing. You see, like, fake holidays like National Cupcake Day or um, Talk Like a Pirate Day. Right. This is legit. This is legit because Senator Jim Bunning sponsored a bill in 2007 and it had, are you ready for this, full bipartisanship to oh, celebrate well. <laughs> September as National well, Bourbon Heritage Month. A bunch of drunkards up there in Washington. They'll say. So there you go. It is official. <laughs> We're recognizing the early settlers and Kentucky farming and distilleries and the consumer you, yeah. the bourbon drinker. I'm a bourbon drinker. I am not a bourbon. I have almost zero knowledge of it. Like I, you know so, what you like, though. So, well, yeah, but I don't know why I like it. Some people can drink it and go, oh, well, I like the oaky overtones or this vanilla. Thing. And I'm like, I, I have no, I just know what goes down smooth. Yeah. I tend to say to myself, um, I like it if I don't like, if it doesn't have like a glaring alcohol taste. Yeah. So a smooth right. bourbon. Yeah. And there, you know, there's a lot of boozy bourbons out there. Yeah. But when you s- smell it, and I, oh, it's just one of the best smells in the world, isn't it's, it? It's a good smell. Yeah. That you can the, you can smell the, the sweetness coming off of some of it, mm-hmm. but sometimes you're like, oh, my gosh, that's a little, it smells like rubbing alcohol. It just smell. <laughs> yeah, you're right, and that's what I'm talking about. Like, the smell matches the taste. You're yes. like, ooh, ooh. For sure. But that's, that's that. what they call nosing it. Yes, nosing it. Um, and you have been on some recent tours. Do you want to tell us about those? Yeah. Uh, Mrs. V turned, uh, well, I'm not going to tell you how old she turned, but she had her birthday recently. <laughs> and Must have been a big one. And, no, no, no. It's, we did, I think she's 43. You're she counting 43. on your fingers. Sorry. I had to think about that. Mm-hmm. For her 40th birthday, we did a fun tour. We had uh, got people on the bus and we drove them around. That was That was fun. But it's a hard thing to live up to. So I'm very bad at birthdays. This year, though, I I said, what do you think about bourbon trail stuff? She goes, I'll do that any day. And 
I tried to get people together to go out to Bardstown and do all the Bardstown stuff. Mm-hmm. But as happens with people in their 40s and they have young children, they were occupied for mo- it was last minute ish. Right. Yes. And so nobody could make it and spend a whole day doing that. So we decided to go downtown in the afternoon and do a couple of the urban bourbon trail things. Cool. Yeah. And then go out for dinner afterwards. So we started the day at the Evan Williams Bourbon Experience. Mm-hmm. Have you done any of this stuff? I have done that one. You have? Yes. Okay. But that's. But I'm sure there are people listening that haven't. It's. Uh, I didn't. I, quite frankly, I never drank Evan Williams in my life. Yeah. I don't. It just was not on my radar. And that's the second best-selling bourbon in the world. Mm-hmm. And I could have gotten me. I have no idea. So you participate in the tasting portion because there are different tours there. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I mean, what do you think? I just want to go learn about the history. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I do, but I also want to drink. Okay. So we uh, that tour was completely surprising to us because we think, okay, you're going to go learn. And I've, I've been on the Woodford tour, the Maker's Mark tour, the Jim Beam tour, the Buffalo. I've done all that stuff. So that's kind of what I expected at this Evan Williams thing, but that's not what I got. Mm. It was that, and you learn about bourbon and how it's made and all the rules that go into it with the 51% corn and uh, Kentucky limestone water and all of that great stuff that makes bourbon what it is. Mm-hmm. But it was actually the history of Evan Williams right. himself. Right. Who, you know, you know, that name has been around. And you just don't think, well, that was an actual dude. Mm-hmm. And he was very um, instrumental in the forming of Louisville as a city. And the way that, I, I don't even know the job that they he had down working on the docks. It was like the dock master or something. Is this ringing a bell to you well, at all? What, what you're describing is almost like immersive theater, though. Because remember, you yeah, walk yes, into that room yeah. and they're playing something. And it's dark and you're learning the history. Right. And it's, it's visually and it's, stimulating. It smells like the riverfront in and that room. Yeah, you were definitely conjuring up the smell of yeah. the riverfront. Because they were not piping anything. Okay, in, maybe it's just a musty room. I don't know. <laughs> It might be. It's very wooden. <laughs> it's an old room. Yes. Yeah. But that's what made Evan Williams' experience cool. Yes. that Im- immersive live theater type environment. Yeah. And it, there was, it was video stuff. But I, you know what I think the real X factor was is we had the best host and uh, or tour guide. His yeah. name was Bob. I mean, come uh-huh. on. I mean, what else is his name going to be? Right. It's the most nondescript name on earth. Isn't that your dad's name? Yes, it is. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he should get a job as a tour guide. Uh, he, you know what? He retired. That'd be fun for him, actually. Yeah. But but the host does move it along, doesn't it? He really, I mean, like, he really I, does, yeah. He and then how, how was it different from Old Forester when you went, which just opened its doors to tours? Well, Old Forester, you actually got to... So, and, I mean, that place is beautiful. The Old Forester. Have you been in there? I have not. I'm, I just heard that if you get in the elevator, you don't want to get off the elevator. So something must be happening inside the elevator. I don't remember anything there. Did you get in the elevator? Well, yeah, you ride up a couple of floors. Okay. I don't remember. Huh. Well, great. This segment is now over. (laughs) I just brought it to (laughs) a screeching halt. Let's drop the mic. (laughs) (laughs) But But it's gleamingly beautiful. beautiful, It's brand new. Yeah. And uh, shout out to my friend Nick Hewn, who works at... uh, brown foreman and help get build that place like he he's a media person and anyhow um you get to actually smell the mash on the old forest and mm-hmm. evan williams it's kind of hit it's kind of right. behind right. 
the the window and so mm-hmm. you need but really the smell of that yeasty stuff coming up is is wonderful okay so i like it too you're talking about the the fermenting process yes. mm-hmm. i like it uh rick redding thinks it is it just makes him sick like the smell of i don't of get mash. it i don't get it so i don't know um i did write down a couple of cool things that are happening this month Okay. So there are there are a lot of things. These are just my my top B- bourbon picks. bourbon centered things. Yes, I I would like to bottle my own bourbon at Angel's Envy, and they're doing that on Friday, September seventh. I think that'd be cool. Okay. And I'm told that Angel's Envy is also a beautiful. I've distillery. done that one too. Yeah. Is that beautiful? How, mm-hmm. how, okay. Would you pick Angel's Envy or Old Forester if you brought in an out of town guest to go? Uh, visit? Probably Old Forester, just because there is a good history story there as well. Okay. And it's that that was the original location that Old Foresters first distilled their bourbon. Okay. It's in the same building and I, I we like the historical part of that. Angel's Envy is kinda hip though. It's the hipster place. Yeah. Yes. So I want to check that out. And then September twelfth in Bardstown, Kentucky, they host the twenty seventh annual Kentucky Bourbon Festival. Okay. And I have been to that have one you? before. I've not. In my young days, my young in days when I was at Wave TV and all the couples would get together from Wave and the spouses and go. That was Lachlan's, my husband. Uh, that was his first time drinking bourbon. And um, the He's next. F- is he from Virginia? Mm hmm. Okay. Well, he went to school at UVA. Okay. He threw up the entire way home. <laughs> I mean, we had to pull the car over <laughs> no less than 10 times. <laughs> so he w- that was a long time ago. But he has never been able to drink bourbon since. Wow, really? Yeah. Dang. I don't know what That's happened to him. But so what does he drink? Oh, my gosh. You must Everything not listen else? to a show on ESPN. Um, he drinks girly stuff, like Smirnoffs. Okay. Like a, a Apple teenies? Z- Zima. <laughs> oh I'm not kidding. That's like a whole thread that we could go off on. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so uh, the Urban Bourbon Trail, too, the Mint Julep Tours are really great, especially if you don't want to be driving anywhere. Yep. So I'm a fan of those. Mm-hmm. And then I, I threw this in because it's so kind of off the wall, but on Friday, September 21, Kentucky Center hosts actress Reese Witherspoon. Oh, wow. And I love her. And she just wrote this book, and it's called um, Whiskey in a Teacup. That's okay. her new book. She, sa- she says whiskey because she's from Tennessee. Yes. And I thought I might go see Reese Witherspoon because I love would, her. My wife would love that. I Thank you for the tip. Yeah. And then, of course, Bourbon and Beyond. Are we Are we going to do the music festival? That's September 22, 23 uh, with Lenny Kravitz and John Mayer. Yeah, we have plans Cheryl Crow. to do you that. You going? Are you Cheryl working? Cheryl Crow playing? I guess I didn't God, even. God, yes. I'm thinking Robert Plant. Come well, on. Yeah, okay. You know yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking a level up here. Okay. You know. Well, I see it. And then I Sting. Sting. Yeah. I mean, I've been hot for Sting since I was a kid. Quite frankly, I'm kind of hot for Sting myself. Who isn't hot he, for Sting? That is one of the most beautiful human beings ever to walk on two feet. Yeah. I, I can say that. I, I just um, think he's fascinating. Yeah. I really do. I think he's fascinating. I think his all of his music, all all of the years, I mean, he's changed. He's a chameleon, right? But he's he's such an artist. There are a couple of songs that I know he's going to play. I'm going to go, oh, gosh, this one. Which one would be? Oh, that? I don't know. I okay. can't. I don't but know. You like name. listen to it. You're like, oh. I want to hear the police. We all want to hear the police. I want to hear the police too. Like Synchronicity was one of my favorite albums. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, anything else on the bourbon front before we uh, go to break and come back with news and notes on uh, restaurant openings and closings? Just drink it how you like it. Drink it how you like it. We'll see you in a sec. Rick Redding has his ear to the ground on Louisville news, issues, and media. Get a new episode every Thursday at louisville.am. It's Eat, Drink, Talk. 
That's my broadcaster voice. I loved it. With Carolyn McLean, and I'm your co-host for the week, Dan Vonderheide. Glad to have you back. Sitting in for Rick Redding. That's right. Who's in Colorado with his son and lady love Paula. Colorado's a very hot place to be these yeah. days. My nephew just moved out there on a whim. I think it's because it's beautiful. That, and I think my nephew moved out there for other reasons. Oh, Oh, he just, guys, Dan just made... Um, he made the universal sign for smoking a dube. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so it's legal out there. Oh, yeah. Okay. Right. I don't really think that's why he went out there. Actually, I do remember it's legal because I smelled it in my um, elevator in Denver, and I was like, Whoo. and then they reminded me that it was legal. Yeah. So... We're off topic again. Yeah, I'm it's sorry. Not eat, drink, okay. smoke. <laughs> it, it, maybe it should be for yeah. this segment. It will be at some point in Kentucky. Well, what we do in this segment, Dan, is we talk about all the restaurants that are coming and going, and, and okay. one is a one is on its way out right now. The Red Herring on Frankfurt Avenue in two weeks will close its doors. They were not even open a year, and September 16th is their last Man, day. And that's a tough, tough business. Yes, they were quoted as saying the space was difficult, and Louisville quote. Uh, didn't catch on end hmm. quote what were we what supposed you, to catch on to i i don't know i was going to ask you if you'd ever been there because it was a little watering hole for me for a while was it uh, just because it was on a, a like a middle stop okay. uh, for me and toward the end of the night and like end of the day close of business i should say on my yeah. way home and i liked it i liked the atmosphere and i'm i'm too bad it, it's closing in less than a year do they just sell is it a seafood joint no 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 no. it was like little uh, small plates it was very unique. It was. I'm unique. hearing red herring, and I'm thinking fish. Oh it, no! Uh, so I never would have gone. Nothing fishy there. about this place. It was okay. just kind of hip and cool. It was in the, the you know a very historic building, which is now going to be occupied by uh, a real estate company. So completely you know different. Mm. But the the one thing that I I wanted to say about the owners, they are finding um, all their staff other jobs in the restaurant and bar That's industry cool. in Louisville, I, and I like that. I think that that happens a lot around yeah, here I do and, too. and not not having worked in that business i hear about that all the time because mm -hmm. it's it's a small community and i'm sure that people were have worked in many different places and that you know there are reputations to uphold and you people you want to work for and people that you think ah, okay i don't right that person has a bad reputation so finding people gigs when mm -hmm. you're closing business is probably going to help you down the road yeah so I that's like good that. there's a brotherhood here in louisville with the right. restaurant industry um you know, and so it got it got me to thinking, though, Dan, about the the restaurants or bars in Louisville, where I'm a Louisvillian, even though I've moved away, moved back several times, um, about the places I miss mm -hmm. that were once open. And and I'm going to ask you what yours was, but one of them for me was Azalea's. Do you remember Azalea's? Of course, that was my wife's birthday restaurant. <sighs> she wanted to go every year. If you tradition, if you wanted to be seen, you went to Azalea's to see you know the fun fashion and the hip people mm -hmm. getting off work and i loved it at derby time yeah it was i that's what i think of immediately was derby week all the people that would hang out at azaleas and how how many beautiful people there were to mm -hmm. to just spy on i loved it and the food was good Did but it? the atmosphere and you you love al fresco i love yeah. sitting outside yeah that was the only place to go right i mean so i miss azaleas what do you miss well when i First moved back to town. I spent four years in Florida, and I was, you know, single fella. So I was like, oh, man, I got to move to the Highlands. So I moved very, <laughs> very purposefully. I moved into an apartment almost right across the street from Phoenix Hill Tavern. Now, that's not 
That's not my restaurant. Okay, that's scary. But because it's gone too. Yes. But I, it, you know where the cat clinic is on. Yeah. I, I lived upstairs from the cat clinic. Okay. It was home skate shop when I first moved in. I remember that. But like a block away, if you walked, yeah, I don't. Was Baxter Station, and okay. so that was that. that was kind of my neighborhood place where I'd go sit. Yeah. And they had. I, I'm not a foodie, but it, what they served me was delicious. It was good food. And it was nice and it was rich. Yeah. And uh, it wasn't, you know, hoity-toity at all, but right. they had a great bar yes. and a cool, intimate vibe. And yes. I love Baxter, St- Baxter Station, and it's gone. Okay, you know what? And what happened? Because that was a sad closing. I remember going, the own, the owner of that, I can't remember his name. Andrew something. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Andrew Hutto. He, yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh, I'm having a little flashback, but he used to be, when I was uh, a reporter with Wave TV, he was one of the few restaurant owners that would always give me an interview. If it was anything industry related, or back then there were all these noise ordinance stories we were doing because of Phoenix Hill. And Andrew would always say, yeah, come on over and I'll give you a quick soundbite where a lot of people, they don't don't like to do that. Yeah, I want to say that he was one of the forming members of the Louisville Originals group. And I, uh, that's been a while ago. So do we think he's still in Louisville? Uh, I don't know. Anybody, Andrew Hutto, we'd love an update. I have to Google that okay. stuff. Uh, barbecue. Feast opens in J-Town this week. Okay. So do you, do you eat at Feast Barbecue? It's very good. I have, yeah. Mm-hmm. Where in J-Town? Well, you would ask me that. Okay. I sorry to put you on the spot. I'm sorry. I, did, I didn't. Uh, it's in J-Town. I said it. Damn it. Just Google it. <laughs> Uh, Grasa Grama. You've heard us talk yeah, about oh, Grasa sure. Grama. Yeah, yeah, that's the last time I co-hosted the show when mm-hmm. the guy was on. Yes. Uh, Holiday Manor. That's where we're talking. So next month, well, first of all, every it's been, it keeps getting pushed back because mm-hmm. Kevin Grangier keeps spending more money and bringing Italian marble in from Italy and statues and he's going crazy. That's stimulating the economy. Go, <laughs> go on with your bad self. So mid-October, look for a soft opening at Grasa Grama. They uh, have finally hired all their chefs, their executive chef, their sous chef, pastry, and pasta chef. Okay. They're going to make their own pasta. But um, this month, if you're looking for a job, they're hiring servers and they're doing food tasting. So that's in progress. And the menu will be complete mid-September. So it looks like that is set to roll in October. That's going to be pretty Across sweet. Grama. Pretty sweet place. Italian. Yeah. Yeah. We I'm have excited a, about that one. You know, we have a gift card for. Um, oh man, I'm blanking out. His restaurant in Anchorage. Oh, um, Village Anchor. Village Anchor. God, what is wrong with me? I know what's wrong with you. You got jostled around on a boat, I and so. I got in a car accident. We have we've had a fifty dollar <laughs> gift card somebody gave us, and we're like, we should use it, and we always get knocked off course and do something else. Yeah. Well, you should come out. That's sort of my hood. We are. You tell me when you come out to the Village Anchor, and and Locke and I will hook up with you and Mrs. V, and we'll we'll say hi. Most of you, you got in our lifestyle. Our kids are playing sports. Most of the time, yeah. when we go out to eat. Everybody's dressed in field hockey gear, and there are thirty of us. Yeah, and and we're that's you know, why you like pizza. We're slamming down uh, chimichangas and stuff. So, yeah, you know it's hard to eat with a big, you know, athletic group. It, it's hard for us to find time outside of that to just you know the two of us go. Mm-hmm. So, but it's important. I know. Yeah. Don't lecture me. Uh, I won't. <laughs> um, so for, I do want to bring back in Fourth Street Live for a sec before we close up. Saturday, September 8th, Battle of the Bluegrass. So that's like a CrossFit competition. 
uh, wow. like American Ninja Warrior sure. style. Wow. That you see it unfolding right in front of your that face. That would be fun because we love Ninja Warrior. I do too. So that's the weekend of September 8th um, and it starts at 10 a.m. It goes off uh, so that Saturday would be and Sunday. This upcoming weekend. Correct. Yep. Yeah. And then also September 11th, they do, Four Street Live does a salute to our heroes with a concert uh, from a musical group called The Mixers and it's free and that is also coming up at Four Street Live. Okay. That's a fun place. I know. I don't get down there nearly enough, though. I cut. <laughs> we watched Thunder one year at the Yum Center, but I was parked on Fourth Street, kind of near the palace, and I had these two little little girls because we went to watch Thunder, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Well, we'll just walk back." As we'll walk back to the car, and we cut through Fourth Street Live, like at I don't know eleven o'clock at night or something. <laughs> I was like, "Avert your eyes." Oh, because <laughs> you can't. People were having a lot of fun. Yeah, and that's fine. Yeah. I mean, you know, I I'm not I'm not a prude, but you know, I had little girls. So you did like close your eyes, earmuffs on the ears. They were well. They had never seen anything like that before. They what didn't, the they Hades had, were they doing? Nothing. Oh. They, people were just dancing and drinking did and getting get rowdy. Prudish in your older age. Because you used to be like fun, crazy Dan. Hey man, are you still fun and crazy? Yes, but the world the, is going to catch up with my girls at some point. I don't need to rush it into their lives when they're eight and six. Well, that's true. That's <laughs> that's a little young. So, uh, Dan, final thoughts from Eat, Drink, Talk and uh, our listeners? It's it's Labor Day. I'm going to the ball game, and I'm going to eat 25-cent <laughs> hot dogs, and I'm going to drink beer. Okay. I'm going to the pool and bootlegging my drinks. <laughs> hey, I would, too, if I had a I'm pool. not sure it's a good idea because the doctor gave me a muscle relaxer, <laughs> which, by the way, I think I'm on the tail end of still right now. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why I might be a little sluggish uh, with my words. But <laughs> oh my we god! We have to put in the description of the show. Make sure you listen to the because we're both tickled right now. God, for no good reason. Oh, I just hope like we start the week on Tuesday when the show drops that it's a new, fresh yeah. week for both of us. Right? Okay. Everybody, we love you. Keep eating and drinking and talking, and we'll see you next week. Rick Redding will be back in the chair. Thank you, Dan, for hosting. My pleasure. Catch up on the city's restaurant scene every day by visiting eatdrinktalk.net.